Good morning. Good morning. Looks like it's the three of us this morning. Mm, I see two coming up. But there. today is the 29th day of August. It is the year 2023. This is Daybreak Live. And it's a Tuesday. Maybe and it's Tuesday. Tuesday. That is great. See you in a moment. Boom. It's time to lift our hearts to Jesus. It's time to break some holy bread. Grab your coffee and your Bible. Listen to what the Spirit says. It's time for Megan's going to sing, what's the name of the song? Oceans. Here we go. Thank you. 
Thanks for coming up, guys. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I didn't do it. Do praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Tuesday morning, we are back. We are back. Jump over here on chat. See you. Hey, 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 there's Brother Charles. Just beautiful, Megan. One of my favorite songs, Leslie says. Laura said it's beautiful. A lot of compliments. Bob, you on here? Is Bob on here? Bob! Walked by your camper this morning, Bob. Looked like you were sleeping good. <laughs> well, we didn't peek in the windows or nothing. No, we didn't peek in the window. <laughs> 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 we just walked by. No lights were on. All right, man, it's it's rainy here. It's rainy here. We was remembering in prayer last night the, uh, you know, there is hurricane about to hit in Florida. And uh, I think you were sharing with me that Denise is on a cruise somewhere down there, right? So I'm, what do, what do the cruise ships do when a hurricane is coming? I hope they get somewhere in dock and get off. All right, guys, we're in Proverbs. We've been walking through the book of Proverbs. It's taken quite a while. We can only get through, it seems like, three, four, five Proverbs a day. But we are in Proverbs 18. We will be starting today with verse 13. Let me jump over here to captions so I can put these on the board. It's good to see you guys on here this morning. And let's just say, Lord, protect those in the route of the, the path of the hurricane that's coming, let everyone get to safety, and Lord, be with us now as we open your word and talk about it together, in Jesus' name, amen. All right, 13, Proverbs 18, 13 says, show, there we go, throw it up there, he who answers a matter before he hears it, it is folly and shame to him. Now, actually, I put this in the subtitle today. It was like, the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. Now, this comes from, when I read this, it makes me think of James chapter 1. I'm going to turn over James chapter 1, verse 19 and 20. It says, so then, James 1, 19 and 20, so then, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, Slow to speak, slow to wrath. Why? For the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. This is something I feel like the Lord has been kind of speaking into my spirit a lot lately. I mean, it, over and over and over. Uh, that we can get, we can get mad about things. We get angry about things. We can. Oh, hi. Good morning. Well, hello. Come on in. Uh, 
we can get angry about things, but, you know, be angry and do not sin. And this, this, this is just so important for us to remember that the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. It doesn't end up making things good. You know, sometimes we need to just quit fussing about things and just love people and do something about it. Tie ties with people, you know, and get out there and do things about it. Be quick to hear, slow to speak. And I think that's what this uh, proverb, at least it says to me, if, when we answer a matter before he hears it. This is this is a habit of mine as well. It's I mean, it's something to get out of. Somebody can start saying something, and then you automatically, within three or four words, you jump to the conclusion, you're like, oh, I know what you're saying. Oh, I, I know what you're saying. Mm -hmm. And you just shut off and won't listen to anything else that's said. Because you're formulating your reply already. You're already, your right. And you're answering before you even hear the rest of the story. You know, sometimes we need to hear the rest of the story so that we can answer rightly. And, I mean, that definitely is true if you do any counseling. You do any pastoring, any counseling, as people comes to you with things, you know, at times we just need to be quiet and sit and listen for a minute. That's hard for us to do. Okay? And that's what the proverb says. If we answer a matter before we hear it, let's not speak before we let them be finished. And you know what? Here's a good thing. Ask questions too. Shouldn't we ask questions? What do you guys think? To see if we're understanding. Now let me let me understand. Here's what you say. Am I understanding you right? This is what you're saying? And then we can answer that or speak into that heart when we have a good understanding but let's not be too quick to speak let's be slow to speak speak let's be quick to hear and uh, I think that is a good word for all of the church today yep what I'm is trying it? to see where we are we're in Proverbs 18 13 is what that was because things can come out of our mouth and then it'd be like oh man I shouldn't have said that but then it's already out there. But it's 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 out now, and you you can't grab those words and stick them back in your mouth. No, <laughs> right. There, um. It's what we call putting our foot in our mouth, right? By one's word, you'll be justified, and by one's words, you'll be condemned. Mm -hmm. Or by your yeah. words. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But if I could just leave one thing with you from this daybreak this morning that I would like for you to remember is this line that I read from James one twenty. For the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. It's not going to get do us any good. You know, it's the wrath of man just don't do it. All right. And yep. not only does it not change the situation other than to make it worse, but it makes you feel like yuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, how much better to, to be able to say, I mean, I was recently in a situation with someone that had, uh, done something not not good that you know was not was just not good and for a minute I was so angry because what this person did endangered one of mine you know and it made me so angry my instant reaction was anger was anger yeah and then it was like then I thought about that person and I thought they have to be caught up in spiritual deception yeah and I was right. able to pray for them Amen. But I was like, Lord, help me that, because the anger didn't hurt that person. 
That person didn't even know I was mad at them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The anger hurt me. It made right. my blood pressure shoot up. It made me feel ugly inside. It made me feel like violent. Yeah. And and it you know it didn't mean no good. It hurt them. I mean it didn't. It hurt me. It did not hurt them. Did not help the situation. But when I prayed for them, immediately there was calm and peace. Amen. And I was like, okay, you know. So if I could learn to go there first. Yeah. Just keep my eyes on Jesus, you know. Yeah. It's so hard. It is. It is. It is. But that. But that is. It's not supposed to be hard. The fruit of the spirit. Well, the fruit of the spirit is self control. And oh. Lisa and I've been talking a lot about that self control lately. It should be in every area of our life. We should be able to have self control. Because we have the Holy Spirit, and we know that. So when we don't have self control. We know it's not his fault, right? It's not God's fault. It's mine. All right. Verse 14 says, The spirit of man, uh, the spirit of a man will sustain him in sickness, but who can bear a broken spirit? Now, to me, this just speaks of perseverance, you know. It says, uh, in sickness, you know, someone, one person can get sick and they're sick, and it's like, God's got me though. God's got this. I'm going to get through it. I'm coming out on the other side. Spirit of a man is so uh, needed. A powerful spirit is so needed when we're sick. It can take us through sicknesses. Attitudes are so powerful. Amen. Yeah. It's a, it's it's interesting how many times Solomon or through the, pro, the Proverbs, it's like a crushed spirit, a crushed spirit. Like he uses this a lot. You can go back and it's in like seventeen. I think it's in. Chapter 17, it's in maybe chapter 16 as well. Just these, the I don't spirit. know where, but but mm-hmm. yeah, it's like we keep coming up on this this crushed spirit and how awful and, and, and detrimental it can mm-hmm. be. Who can bear a broken spirit? That, you cannot stress enough the devastation of depression. Now, when I see broken spirit here, crushed spirit, mm-hmm. I think of depression. Maybe that's because in the day I'm living, I see so much depression. And with that, we have to ask ourselves, it's something I've battled too, okay? I've battled depression in my life. And with that, I think, of all people in the world, why is depression such a big deal with Americans (laughs) when we have so much? Right? I mean, quite honestly, and I'm just, I'm just speaking honest here, it's, I don't see such depression when I go to poorer countries. I don't see this kind of depression in brothers and sisters in Pakistan or in Haiti or in Honduras. What is the deal? What is the deal that, I, I'm not saying, I don't understand it, but I, I do know this. Depression is serious. I'm not making light of it. Uh, I've battled it very much in my own life. And it's still something that um, I want more wisdom on. Uh, But it is intriguing, isn't it, that when you go to what we would call a third world country, you do not see as much depression. And I I don't really understand that. Mm -hmm. So maybe some of you can speak to that. And I'll read your comments later, what you think. The reason for that is. All right, verse 15. 
The heart of the prudent acquires knowledge, and the ear of the wise seeks knowledge. Prudent means careful thought for the future. We've talked about this before. And the heart of the one who's carefully thinking about the future is seeking knowledge, seeking to learn, seeking to know more. So one one uh, one preacher said, "Knowledge is knowing the ledges." <laughs> I like that. We need to know. Okay. Well, I wanted to say here that we can have knowledge in one area and not knowledge in another area, and this is something I have really been getting a hold of like when I was a younger man I don't know sometimes I think I didn't seek knowledge as as much as I should I wished I had sought knowledge more I wished I'd looked and listened more to older men right older men need to be examples and teach younger men uh, how to navigate through this life but even if they did I don't know that I would listen to them because when you're a young man when you're 19, 20, 21, I mean, nobody can tell you anything. <laughs> I mean, you know, you know, it's it's very hard to convince young people to listen to older people. Now, some do listen, and I say that they are wise. But there's always areas where we want to know more, like like for me and my, my life and what we want to do. I've been working real hard uh, trying to, I'm, I'm trying my best with God's help. Without God's help, I couldn't do it. Trying my best to get us out of debt. Why? So that we can serve the kingdom more. You know, I want to do more singing. I want to record more songs. I want to make more videos. I want to influence, I want to use the gifts God's given us to help people and minister to people if that is possible. Well, that's going to mean there's there, there's a, going to be a learning curve that I need to learn. You know, I, I need to learn how to do things that I don't know how to do. Okay? Just because you have gifts in an area doesn't mean that there's not other things that we need to learn. And the ear of the wise seeks knowledge. It's wise to seek knowledge. And that's just like faith. You can have faith in one area of your life, and you can have faith for some things and not have faith for the others for others you can struggle believing god for this thing but not struggle at all believing god for this thing and same thing with knowledge you can have knowledge for this and not for the other but it's prudent to seek knowledge verse 16 a man's gifts gift makes room for him and brings him before great men now this is certainly a biblical Jewish thought. Uh, I, I, I thought it would be good to just read something that Israel did. When I say Israel, I'm talking about there's Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Jacob wrestled with the angel, wrestled with God, and Jacob's name was changed to Israel. Now, they need food, and they need to go to Egypt to get food. When he sent his boys to get food before, now they didn't know Joseph is still alive and Joseph's in Egypt. They don't know that. They just know Joseph, there's a great man in Egypt. Now they don't know it's Joseph, but they know it's a great, there's a great man there. And when they came back with their food, they found all their money was there. And they're like, uh-oh. 
And so Israel would not let them go back for a while. Now I'm going to read from Genesis 43. I'm going to start with verse 11. I just want you to see this concept. And their father Israel said to them, if it must be so, then do this. They're like, we're going to die. We've got to go get some food. Dad, we got to go get food. And he's like, oh, man, you're killing me here. Well, if you're going to go, do this. Take some of the best fruit of the land in your vessels. Carry down a present for the man. A little balm, a little honey, spices and myrrh, pistachio nuts, almonds. Take double money in your hand. Take back in your hand the money that was returned in the mouth of your sacks. And perhaps it was an oversight. Go back to the man. Maybe God will have mercy in any way. I just turn there for you to see that in the very heart of, because Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, this, this is where the Bible comes from. The Bible is written from this concept. Israel, he was like, take a gift. Now on the physical literal natural part that's what this is talking about and there's no there's no judge here it's it's it there's not a bad connotation in the original text here it's a gift your gift will open the way for you it'll open a door for you uh time would fail me to go to these other places but you know often they would bring a gift to a prophet so that he would prophesy this is this was in the bible as well and so it's just very natural. Your gifts make room for you. Now, that being said, you've probably heard this preached in a spiritual way, which I think it can apply there too. If it applies in the literal, it applies in the spiritual as well, that our gifts, maybe you've heard people preach that, our gifts make room for us, you know. And uh, we believe that to be true. You know, it opens doors for us. You got a gift of teaching, it's going to open a door in a congregation. And sooner or later, when you're found, you're saw to be, uh, when it's found out that you're wise and you're faithful and you study and you're careful about it, you're going to be put in front of a congregation to do some teaching. Your gift will make room for you, right? You got anything you want to say to this? Just made me think of the, uh, oh, I can't think of. The guy in, in, in Acts who gave gifts to the Lord was good to the people. Was it Cornelius? Cornelius, yeah. Yeah. He gave gifts and it brought him before great men. Great men. And <laughs> God himself. Like God himself. And then he was given the gift of the gospel. It made a way for him exactly. into yeah. the gospel. Yeah. You cannot overemphasize being a kind uh, person and being a giving person. You know, it, it is just a very. Uh, great blessing and we all have different gifts to give you know and i think of the apostle paul his gifts his gifts of preaching the anointing upon him of ability to understand the gospel of grace uh understand uh, uh the healings uh you know you think about him them getting uh shipwrecked huh. on an island you know and the, but then once you know, that gift, once that snake doesn't kill him, you know, he ends up in front of kings. Right. You know, gifts make room for you. Well, time is up. We'll get off here. Let me make a little mark so I remember where we got here. Love to read your thoughts. 
about today's study. Uh, something you would like to add to it? It'd be really cool if everybody could just add. I love that. Thanks for being here. We'll say the Lord's Prayer and we will jump off here. Would you say it with me? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Amen, amen. Well, saints, we'll see you tomorrow, Lord willing. Bye. Shalom.